0: Grab a cocktail with us and welcome to the hot mess that is my life as a single makeup artist living in a college town in Florida. This is Kara's Lipstick Diary. We're back you guys! Have you hit that subscribe button? You know you want to. With episodes coming out weekly, don't miss out when they're coming so hit that subscribe button. Okay you guys, pelvic floor health, I mean that sounds super exciting right? And I remember like hearing that if I had babies, all sorts of things were going to happen. And I was going to like, you know, have issues when I stood up and I peed on myself. Well, you know what? Even without having kids, weird shit happens to your pelvic floor when you're in your forties. So let's talk about pelvic floor health with my guest, Rachel. We're going to talk about how it affects sexual activity, how it affects, you know, peeing on yourself and all of that fun, super exciting stuff. So I think we need a cocktail for that. First off, Thank you to Clearly Canadian. Like, oh my God, Clearly Canadian. You guys were like my favorite thing growing up. You knew it was a good day if your mom had Clearly Canadian in your refrigerator. Well, they've re-released it and they sent me an entire case. So I'm going to be featuring it in today's cocktail. We're going to use the peach flavored Clearly Canadian for this cocktail. Okay, you guys. So, you know, I'm always a hot mess making these drinks, but we're going to start out with one and a half ounces of peach vodka. I've become a big fan of like greenhouse. It had to, It's like gluten-free and it like tastes really good. So I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna put that in the little shaker thingy because you know, apparently I'm supposed to use that. I'm like really bad at remembering to use this thing, but I'm supposed to apparently. Okay, so we put that in there with some ice in there and then we're gonna add in half an ounce of some peach schnapps. Oh, that was a little bit more than half an ounce. Oops, it's gonna have a little extra peach schnappiness about it. Okay, and then we're supposed to shake it. I always get really scared to shake it. I don't know why, I like. I think it's gonna explode on me. All right, so then we go from there and we add it to our glass. We're gonna then top it with two ounces of the Clearly Canadian, which I'm seriously so excited that this stuff is back, you guys. And it's a peach flavor. We know that I have a slight obsession with peach flavored stuff all right, topping it off with a fabulous, clearly Canadian, seriously, so many memories attached to this stuff. And then we're just going to add a little bit of lime to it and we're good to go. All right. Are you guys ready to talk with Rachel all about pelvic health? I think so. Let's go. All right, you guys, Rachel, thank you so much for coming on our show. I think this topic is so important to talk to with women because We kind of don't bother to teach people about like, you know, female anatomy, female health, Mm -hmm. female sexuality, anything like that. Mm -hmm. We just sort of skip over it. So on the show, you know, we talk about all the shit that no one talks about. So Rachel is here as my guest and we are going to discuss pelvic floor health. Kind of important, ladies. Kind of really important. And I know when I was growing up. My knowledge of such things was very little. I remember hearing something called a Kegel that I was supposed to do. I didn't know what the fuck a Kegel was, but I knew that I was supposed to do them. Um, I knew that if I had babies, I might pee when I laugh or stood up. Did not know that shit changes just by getting older too. Um, So, you know, I'm 41 now and shit's changing, y'all. So... Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for coming on and talking. So this is what you, you deal with women and pelvic health issues for a living, correct? Yes.
1: Yes. I am a pelvic health physical therapist. Okay. So I see women coming in with all sorts of issues with their pelvic health, be it, you know, postpartum issues, leakage, pain with sex is a common one that I see, or just regular pelvic pain. Yeah. Um, And like you said, just everybody has in common that they know nothing. Nothing. Nobody has been, nobody has been taught this stuff. Nothing.
0: Literally, it's like, you have a vagina. Okay, well, first off, the vagina is the hole. This whole thing is not the vagina. Yes. And then, like, beyond that, we know shit. Like, literally, they tell us nothing.
1: And a lot of people don't even know that. Right, right, Right,
0: exactly. Like, most people don't know that. Um, And we don't talk about it. Like, no one fucking talks about this stuff. Yeah. And Mm. you think, oh, my God, there's something wrong with me because it hurts during sex
1: yeah Mm -hmm. no and so many people are just taught like oh just breathe through it have a
0: glass of wine like you'll be fine about your pleasure anyway so what does it matter
1: yeah fuck that shit yeah
0: okay (laughs) anyways by the way welcome to my show I cuss a lot (laughs) hope you're okay with that Um, happy to be here (laughs) what are what first off what is the number one thing that people come into you for and then sort of a follow-up to that are the things they should be coming into you for?
1: Yeah, totally. So it really kind of depends on um, just in general, uh, the time, sometimes I'll get more people in for leakage, yeah. but, and sometimes I'll get more people in for other issues. Right. But in general, kind of an overarching thing that I feel like I see a lot is pain with sex. Yeah. That's a really common issue. Um, I think that. A lot of people have that but don't even realize that it can be fixed right. or that there is therapy for it. Um, so that would be one main thing yeah. that I would do encourage and I'm people. I'm sorry, we don't want pain during sex. No. It's supposed to be a very pleasurable experience. Yes. So, like, let's get that fixed. <laughs> this should be fun. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. not just not painful, but it should be enjoyable. Enjoyable. Yeah.
0: It, as women, we are the only part of the species, the only half that has an organ just for sexual pleasure, purely for so pleasure. So literally, we're the ones who should be getting the most pleasure out of this shit, <laughs> not pain. Just saying. Right. Going to put it out there.
1: Yes. <laughs> so that is one main issue yeah. that I see and I see quite a bit of it and I enjoy trading that yeah. because again, it's something that just people have no idea.
0: Well, and I don't think yeah. like first off, we are warned as women then yeah. it's going to hurt
1: mm-hmm. especially that yeah. first time it's going to hurt y'all yeah. and
0: uh, first going into sex with that predisposed like idea of like this is going to be painful why the fuck would we ever want to do it right, like are um, we
1: supposed to be scared of like? This? And, <laughs> and I think they use it
0: as kind of a scare tactic yeah. like I think that's literally because you know God forbid you naughty girls you have sex um, it's going to hurt it's going to mm-hmm. hurt you're going to get knocked up you're going to get an STD and it's going to hurt mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Come on, y'all. So, you know, I think that that's one of those things. I know early on in my sexual experiences, it did hurt. Yeah. Um, You know, and whether that was just from relaxing or other pelvic health issues, we and it wasn't talked about. And none of my friends talked about it. It -hmm. was just like, you just sucked it up and you dealt with the fact that you had a tear rolling down your face during the middle of sex, which like, I'm sorry, that, first off, dudes, if there is a chick and there is tears rolling down her face during sex, that is not a good thing. It's a bad sign. That's a really, really bad sign. You should stop right then and there. Um, But what are some of the things that went, because like like I say, Kegels, that's the one thing I remember hearing about. You're supposed to do Kegels. First off, I didn't have a fucking clue what Kegels were. (laughs) I was like what the fuck is a Kegel? And (laughs) when I was growing up, we didn't have Google, so I couldn't go Google Kegel. I didn't even know how to spell Kegel to look it up, but like that wasn't an option. So I remember hearing this phrase. I remember hearing them talking about that on, you know, sex in the city and things like that. Mm. But like, what are actual things that people can do to help with the pain during sex?
1: Yeah. So honestly, most of the people who are coming in for pain with sex actually often have the issue of having too much tightness in the pelvic floor rather than... Kegels actually tightens you. Exactly. Which, yeah, Kegels are more of like a pelvic floor contraction exercise. So a lot of people are doing them. Well, first of all, They've done some studies that show that most women, when you just tell them to do a Kegel, are doing it wrong. So they don't even know how to do it properly in the first place. I'm not sure. I don't fucking know how to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So there's that. And then also half of these people, they already have too much tightness. So they're doing all these Kegels and they're just making Making the problem worse. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't know what they're doing right so with a lot of these patients the first thing we're learning how to do is relax the pelvic floor right which is a novel which will also make your
0: (laughs) pelvic medical exams much more comfortable too yes just so you know yes um (laughs) (laughs) i remember my first time they didn't tell me that they were what a pap smear was and like what they were doing and oh that hurt like a motherfucker um because i didn't know how to relax it i had no clue you could relax People don't know that
1: you can control it at all. No.
0: There was no knowledge of tightening, loosening, my vagina was my vagina. Like Mm. it just I didn't know, it was just there. And I didn't
1: look at it. I didn't touch it. I didn't get near it. Like yeah. It was just there. Yeah. So that's another thing. I tell people you should be able to contract this. You should be able to let it down as well. And they're just like, What? What? How do we do that? How do we do that? Yeah. So <laughs> how do, how do we do, do, do that? that? <laughs> right? It's a lot of breathing exercises yeah. at first. Yeah. yeah. Mindfulness, but um, and then some people might require some special tools as well, like dilators. Yeah. Right. In order to help with that kind of long-term process of learning how to, um, kind of let your pelvic floor relax, relax, um, without just being constantly tight all the time.
0: Yeah. And I know, and I don't know if you deal with this at all, but I know that, for instance, like. I love Botox for medical reasons beyond just anti-aging. And I know that some women actually get Botox inserted. Yeah in that area mm. to loosen them up.
1: Yeah, so that is also an option, kind of that like little bit of a paralytic, yeah. right? Helps yeah. that Helps that to kind of relax a little bit. And that can be very helpful short-term. Obviously, I'd still yeah. recommend people get the underlying issue. Yes. <laughs> yes, there's something that's causing this. Yeah, and for a lot of people, part of the problem obviously turns into also the mental as yeah. well, right? Because if you have a painful experience multiple times, you're going to learn that that is a painful experience. Yes. And your brain is now like, That's not safe. Well, I
0: mean, I know so much of my sexual encounters has been tied with psychological. Mm. Um, it mm. wasn't until I got into therapy and started dealing with it that I actually, my sex life improved drastically once I did that because it did, it became such a psychological thing and you didn't want to loosen up because you know, shit was going to go wrong. Really? Um, you know, so 100% I get that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. If people are scared that it's going to hurt, yeah. they're going to tense up, their nervous system gets upregulated and then it's probably going to hurt again. Yeah. Right? yeah. So for it sure. becomes this vicious cycle.
0: Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's so funny because like I say, these are things that like, we just never fucking talked about. Um, I know your, your boss at the place where you work and, um, I knew that you guys offered these services and I, I went to her, I ran into her at the doctor's office. Actually, I was getting my B12 shot and I was like, Hey, so, um, can I steal one of your employees for my (laughs) show? I mean, I know my show's a little edgy and she was like, yes, this is important information. And I was like, score. Yes. I get an expert on my show about pelvic floors. This is fantastic. Uh, so the other like main thing I remember people talking about, cause you know, we didn't talk much, but was the whole thing, you know, you have babies and then all of a sudden, you know, you're going to like yeah. pee when you laugh, when you stand up abruptly, um, all of these things. Well, I'm 41 y'all. I ain't never had a baby. Ain't no babies coming out of me, <laughs> but shit has changed. And I'm like, it's weird. This is TMI. Like, you're going to hear shit you don't want to hear. But, like, I know, like, I'll go to the bathroom, and I think I finish peeing, and then I stand up, and then, like, pee comes out. I'm like, where the yeah. fuck did this shit come from? <laughs> or, like, I'll be in the pool, and then I go to get out of the pool, and then all of a sudden, like, there's pee running down my what leg. And happened? I'm like, what? How? <sighs> this did not used to happen. What the fuck is going on, and how do I fix it? Um, and I know, like I say, this is not... I had a boss one time. She had two kids. Every time she fucking started laughing, she would pee. Like, it was just known... She laughs. She's peeing. Yeah. We do not want to walk around peeing on ourselves. And this is not something that like I want to happen. I'm 41 y'all. I got a lot of life to live. I do not need <laughs> urine down my leg. Um, So w- what cause is this one? And then what the fuck do we do? Because like I say, I don't want to walk around and like pee down my leg yeah.
1: accidentally when I'm not expecting it. Totally. Yeah. So, um, like you said, that can happen postpartum. It yeah. can happen, yeah, without ever having yeah. any kids and even to people who are younger, right? Yeah. It's actually, there's a really high level of incontinence and pelvic floor issues in like gymnasts and they're the strongest people ever, right? But it, <laughs> it kind of makes sense because they're doing shit with their bodies. They're None the rest of us research. are doing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. So you have kind of a high rate of incontinence and leakage with yeah. them, right? And then as people get older, generally people have higher rates of incontinence as well. Yeah. And I think part of that is the fact that a people never learn to control their pelvic floor right, right. They, they either don't build up the strength or they don't build up the ability to just control it to both um in the relaxing direction yeah. right and upwards and upwards yeah um and so that becomes an issue later on right uh as we lose muscle mass as we get older that includes in the pelvic floor yeah um we generally have changes in our hormones that are going to affect oh yeah those <laughs> I know hormones are wild. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. That's going to affect people's feelings of like urgency and how often they need to go to the bathroom. And then as we get into like, even as people get a lot older, right. We have issues with even just the getting to the bathroom. Right. Um, and that becomes an issue. Right. Uh, and that can contribute to a lot of other problems and it just often makes the, makes the issue worse. So
0: what are some things that people can do at home to help with, is there anything they can do at home or do they need to go to specialists to help them?
1: Yeah. So in general, um, if people are having issues, I would highly recommend obviously going to a professional and getting assessed partially because you can't really tell if you're having issues of like weakness or pelvic floor is not holding enough tone, right. Versus the pelvic floor is too tight. Um, you have too much tone. It's sometimes the symptoms will overlap and people oh, can't interesting. tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, very so interesting. So sometimes we also have leakage when the pelvic floor is too tight and people think like, oh, I'm leaking because I'm too weak. But sometimes having too much tightness can put more pressure on the bladder oh. and makes it so that you're not adjusting to the forces the way that you need that to. That is very interesting, actually. I would never have begun to
0: think that. Yeah. That yeah. would never have crossed my mind is that it was you're too tight or yeah exactly this is this is why i have guests like this on because y'all i need
1: to learn this shit
0: too um no that's that's i would never in a million years have thought that that was part of it as well
1: yes so then people start doing kegels because they just assume oh i'm leaking because i have weakness they make the problem worse right so well and again kegels that's all we ever
0: learned we didn't know what the (laughs) fuck they were for why Why? we were supposed to do them we just knew kegels kegels I just remember hearing that word and being like,
1: just the do fuck? them. Just do them. Uh, in,
0: that, in the regards <laughs> yeah. to Kegels, yeah. those weighted balls mm-hmm. that you insert into your vagina. Yeah. What the fuck are those supposed to be doing? <laughs> Cause you know, I bought some and I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with these. There's no instructions. I put them in. Just
1: put them in. Right. Yeah. And I was like,
0: well, this is weird. It's like a really heavy tampon it's doing nothing for me. I kind Week of forgot training. that they were there. Like <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. Was I doing anything? <laughs> what the fuck are those things? And like, what is the purpose of them? And do we need them?
1: Yes. So the pelvic floor weights, um, they are specifically, generally, to strengthen the pelvic floor. Okay. And they can also help with just like increasing resting tone of okay. the pelvic floor, right? So we what always what does that mean? So we always have some level of tone, meaning just like some level of tension in okay. the pelvic floor. It's never or it shouldn't be just like fully relaxed all the time, because then okay, we'd just constantly be peeing ourselves. Yeah, and I was ourselves. like, and <laughs> then it would just everything would, just everything come out would out fall of it. out of it would
0: just. Blow out nonstop. That would be really (laughs)
1: attractive. Just what we want. Yeah. Not exactly (laughs) ideal. Right. So it should always have some level of tension in it to hold up our organs and to keep us from pain. Right. Because we also don't want our organs falling out. Yes. I mean, that that would be bizarre. (laughs) It's yeah. It's helpful. Right. So should have a level of tone. Um, And sometimes people have maybe a lower level of resting tone or a higher level of resting tone, especially after having kids. Oftentimes people will have that like lower level of resting tone. And sometimes the pelvic weights can be helpful for just like bringing up that resting tone a little bit because you have them wear those for a little while and it just helps to kind of the pelvic floor kind of adapts to like that that little extra weight there. Thank
0: you for explaining it because like I say, (laughs) I bought them, I inserted them and went what the hell is happening? Is anything happening? (laughs) What's happening? Is anything going on? It just feels like I'm wearing a weird ass tampon. Yeah. It really just felt, and I was like,
1: am I I supposed to do this? Like, (laughs) why did I spend money on this? And again, the danger is people put those in because they think like, oh, I'm having this issue. Maybe this will help, or I just want to get a tighter pelvic floor, whatever. But if the issue is that they already have that higher level of resting tone, um, Then then it's just making it worse. What happened, you guys? Why did the episode just stop? Well, you know, this season we're splitting
0: episodes in two, so that means you have to wait till next week to see the rest of this episode with Rachel all about pelvic health. So remember to hit that subscribe button because you want to know when it's released. Hit that subscribe button, you guys. All right, see you in a week.